0: I just had a mole removed, and it was you for telling my secrets. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're not gonna pop my love bubble, but you can poke it a little. <laughs> <laughs> <You>
0: Wait,
1: got- <laughs> I wanted <laughs> to say
0: our were like fist based. <laughs> Oh
1: well, <laughs> here's the thing. The sad thing is, is I meant to do that like kind of like sensual but you could and then i forgot so i'm like but you can boog it no well i I mean i can't be sexy talking
0: about moles so (laughs) here we are (laughs) you
1: you pop my love my my love bubble
0: i do have to say okay you guys it's andy's girls it's 305 i'll intro our guest in a second who's like one of my favorite people on this planet but i did get a mole removed (laughs) <laughs> again spoiler alert and this is real sexy swiping right for this extravaganza had never gotten one done before I like you know my derm is f- an angel she's a queen I shoot the shit I talk shit about people we we exchange talking shit she's an icon and I was like you know what I had gotten photos back from AG live and there was this like one little thing on my jawline that's kind of annoyed me in in pics so I said let's let's remove it and like biopsy it which I hope means that it's free from insurance because it was if anybody from Blue Cross is listening it wasn't for aesthetic reasons it was because it was 100% for aesthetic reasons so um her angel assistants like explaining stuff to me and like I sit down in the little chair shooting the shit and she's like yes you have to do all this aftercare and the second she said like aftercare like this is a thing I was internally hyperventilating and I was like no 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 wait 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 like because I was 100% listening to you but like now I'm actively listening so if you can tell me everything that you just said and also now I'm terribly nervous and she came at me with like then the doc my angel queen doctor came at me with the needle and I was like wait 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 wait, 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 wait." (laughs) let's talk about this Let's, let's like talk this and she was like what dumbass and i was like i i just want to know like what happens if like you know you know you hear those people who like give birth but like the medicine doesn't kick in like what happens if i can feel it while you're taking off the moan? she's like if you if, if that happens and you'll tell me you can feel it and i was like all right uh, and then i just had a complete anxiety attack but was dead frozen and it was completely line, fine and lasted two seconds and i have not yet died
1: well, welcome to Andy's girls, everyone. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's important. Do you see that little thing? It looks like it's like I like I have I have a bandage. You guys, I am infirm. Is that a? I don't even. Um, <laughs> I look, it's like a little. It looks like it's like protecting a pimple, of which there is an array. But this just happens to be over my wound. James Larosa, who I'll introduce <gasps> in a second, we'll pretend nobody I, knows you yet.
1: Right after the word wound. Ugh. I live. I mean,
0: listen, (laughs) sometimes our conversations can feel like a living wound when you say things to me that are very honest that I hate.
1: Well, here's my honest, wait, us, you and me specifically? Are you saying Mm -hmm. I say things you Mm -hmm. hate? I'm one of the, wait, who did I, so you made me, okay, hold on, we'll get there. Uh, Who's the one, basically, somebody who, I'm somebody who, with you, maybe sometimes I say, look, and I cut through all the... When you're saying, listen, what if I feel this? What if in the middle? And I'm just like, listen, hey, dumbass. They didn't actually call you dumbass, did they?
0: No, she's like, they're so sweet. And they're like, "Okay, we got it. Like, and I don't freak out. You can take all the blood you want, whatever. It was just the idea of like Sweeney Todd style. Like what happens? Because like Sweeney didn't put a little topical whatever he just like went for the and i was like i just want to make sure that if you sweeney Todd me that i don't feel it so
1: we're I back don't. to talking about slicing your face so i'm going to gently move over to back to our friendship <laughs> back to our friendship which sometimes nudges you in, in a direction that takes us yep. to another but yep. so now but one thing that you that you said uh that i really have to drill down on is one of my favorite people and am i like core one, two? Am I core three? Am I core four? What core am I, Shannon?
0: Can I just say it was the fact that they were dead serious about talking about like core one, core two, where gina was being serious with her shannon they were like in their heads both figuring out like okay Elizabeth's core one and like core two is like gina marie and like core three is mar you know like i just couldn't get over it but you are definitely core i don't know yeah. what core me oh, it's Core a circle or finish core the a sentence
1: galley i'm wait, wait, core what <laughs>
0: Wait, is core is core mean does core mean it can only be one person? Or is it like the rings around Saturn? Okay, here's, where you can here's fit why I'm upset. Here's
1: here's okay, why, what? here's I, I told you I was gonna call you on something. Yeah, and you this did say so you what were what
0: gonna publicly hold me accountable. So here's you what like, happened. Wait until recording.
1: You said to me, hey listen, I, here's the thing, I know the answer to your question. And here's why. I shouldn't know the answer to your question because you were like, Hey, did you watch the recent OC? And I said, I saw the reunion. And you said, okay, so watch the last 10 minutes of the episode before, just to make sure that you're- No,
0: I said the last 10 minutes of New Jersey.
1: No, I watched the the last episode of Jersey. I thought you said, oh, now I'm really mad because here's why. Because I don't- (laughs) I I did not
0: say Orange County. I I never said that.
1: I do not (laughs) record Orange County. It is. I'm sorry. It is. I. it This. No, I, I, I. I can swear. It's just. A, it's a piece of shit. So I don't record mm-hmm. it. So I had to go on on demand. And when you go on on demand, you can't fast forward to the last ten minutes. So I had to watch oh. the entire penultimate. Well, no, it was actually the finale no, of it was the finale. of OC. And I was like, oh my god, I actually have to watch this whole episode where they did the core one. So uh, core two. So to answer your question. At first I thought, oh, it's like core one is, I thought like rings at first as well, like core one and then core two is like the next closest friends and core three is the next. Okay. But then I kept, then I figured out that it was like core one is like, you're my best friend. Core two is like you and Barbara. Core three is like you, Barbara. And so it's like, it's like, you're like my core, my three core friends. Like she's, who even knows? And by the way, this is how they speak. And why are you surprised?
0: Um, I have no idea. I do have to say. Well, I should maybe introduce you at some point. It's, in the it's next too late. 47 Let, hey minutes.
1: guys, let's just keep going. Who am I? Hey
0: guys, <laughs> um, you know this person is writer, producer, director, creator, showrunner, aspiring real housewife, and someone in my core three, yeah. as in top three. But I don't. I'm not thinking of like one person is core one. Then core two, then core three, because I don't have time for that. That gives me anxiety. I've never been known ever to successfully complete a top anything, top five, top ten, top whatever. So you are definitely like in my in in my core, which is the rings of Saturn. You are in a very close to the okay. Saturn so just circle just, part. just start, James just just, James.
1: <laughs> just do a little ranking. So there's like okay. there's like Brian Moylan over here. And then you have um, Damien Bellino over here. Okay. Maybe there's like a little Evan over here. Maybe there's So a little, only gay here, men here, into I mean, this. I mean that honestly, is Evan to me. Talk uh, about <laughs> oh, to the moon and back. Well, listen, your 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 co-hosts, there's a lot of there's a lot of um,
0: representation matters.
1: I was gonna say sodomy and your co-host, but listen. <laughs> Oh my God. God bless. You can handle that I'm just saying, one. You rank us. It. And if I'm not core, at least two, then. By the way, I was at your live show, as you know.
0: This is the most psychotic episode. Uh, that no, no. Oh, no. I week, haven't even week. fucking
1: started because I've got okay. my pinky <laughs> ring on. <laughs> He's
0: wearing a sick neck because he knows so I love it.
1: So I was at your show and I actually saw in person the, like, the, I didn't say hello to any of them because why would they know me? But I was like, oh, like, the, your, like, b- these people that have co-hosted with you, I don't know them because I'm in L.A., so I'm not friends with them. So I saw them at your show. You're looking at me like i th- you didn't have a show, that Kelly Ben-Simone didn't look me <laughs> dead in the eye at one point, that I didn't help her off the stage.
0: You know what's so crazy is that first off, I've forgotten that that show happened because I'm so, so outside it's, of So did body.
1: Kelly. It's okay. So did Shut Kelly. <laughs>
0: Kelly was an all Kelly was an icon. Kelly knew more about that show than I did. Um, so there's that. Also, I just now realized I should have introduced people to each other, but I was so focused on getting champs immediately following the conclusion because you know, as you know, it's the lead up to my birthday at midnight. Well, so, like, I, I was absolutely. so focused on that.
1: Why are you introducing people? Why?
0: But I could have been like, James, meet Dylan hayfer Dylan, meet James, meet Evan, meet Damien. There were so many co all of all of my fave, so many of my fave. Kevin Fallon was there. So many of my fave co-hosts. were- You were
1: about to do a show. Uh, there was yeah. no, there was no, no obligation for interest. Oh my that. god! This is now I have to counsel oh you during this podcast. <laughs> I could be talking about Noella, and instead I'm talking about <laughs> your guilt from. That's like warmed over from a month ago. Jesus Christ. I do
0: have to say this is going to I just like that I'm previewing the episode. And we are literally 10 minutes in. But um, I one of my favorite things about guest co-host episode 305, James LaRosa, <laughs> is that James LaRosa tells me the truth, even when I don't want to hear it, especially when I don't want to hear it including about things that we were not going to get into specifics about on the podcast, but I will be talking your little ear off as soon as we are done, <laughs> a press and record. Oh because you are – yeah, you know it.
1: Uh, I know exactly you, who, exactly what. You, I are, know right.
0: exactly who, exactly what. You're going to hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you and everyone else. <laughs> and this is one of my favorite things to do is, like, I'll poll people, but, like, I will wait until – Somehow the margin of error gets into a gray zone where I will get my way and it will never happen. Like, I keep polling people about something and I keep hitting a loss. And I know that you're going to tell me that it's another one, but we will see what happens offline. But all this to say that you are incredibly honest and thoughtful in a way that is very caring. Like, one of I have so many favorite things about you, but one of my favorite things about you is that you're like a great advocate for your friends in terms of like self-respect and boundaries in a way that I think is probably sometimes maybe difficult to communicate. You've never, you've always kept it a hundred with me in the most thoughtful, loving way. And I'm so appreciative to have you in my life. And it's thanks to Andy's girls that we are connected by your publicist. (laughs) But, um, I, you know, it, that is really thoughtful. And I think it's, um, helpful in discussing housewives because i think that there's a thoughtfulness that you apply with a wink and a smile to discussions about you know all things wives that i think leads to like really great discussion
1: well first of all uh what an absolutely lovely thing to say uh this is where i would make a joke and deflect but i will just say thank you um, and I will say that you are higher core than my publicist, just so you know. So, mm. <laughs> rings Thank are numbers. <laughs> um, uh, I, well, no, I appreciate that. I mean, I think, uh, that's what friends do. And also, uh, I will say that I, I'm glad that you think that I can apply that to the housewives because I feel like this is my, I don't know. Bajillions. Bajillion, whatever the time on the. I feel like every time I come on, I'm just like the surly, uh, like old person on my front porch who just is hates everyone. I'm calling everyone a bitch. Like this person's terrible. I hate this. It's, I feel like I'm never going. I just really had to tell you. Um, uh, who's blonde Emily? Gina. Gina. Uh, <laughs> it's either blonde Emily or brunette Gina. I, I just, I just, they really did something so wonderful this week and I really want to applaud them. I never say that. I'm like, I I just hate this person. This is just too much work and I want them all to burn in a fire. So, but, okay. But, but, but I say that thoughtfully with boundaries yeah, and self-respect. with a lot of respect,
0: with a lot of respect and thought. Um you know it's funny that you raise blonde Emily and brunette Gina as you call them mm-hmm. because as you know I don't watch the episodes live and so I was watching the episodes I didn't watch them until very late in the game mm-hmm. um, and have since watched them twice as I do but I had gotten text, ma- not text messages I had gotten DMs from people who were like you know I'm so pissed about what Gina and Emily did at the reunion yada 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 and so I was primed to really strongly disagree or something Mm -hmm. and yet i actually thought that there were some incredibly thoughtful nuanced moments in the reunion that we had thanks to gina and emily's storylines i.e because it can't all be about shannon as much as i want it to be i.e gina talking about co-parenting with Matt and Emily talking about her relationship with her dad like I thought that the OC reunion you can say what you want about it and we I'm sure we will but there were real moments there that I thought I really appreciated I had to I have to say I really did
1: well first of all you're being positive in a way that I just said I am never so <laughs> thank you for being thank you for being the counterpoint to what I'm about mm. to say I hate them so no I'm just kidding uh not really uh But do we see that on the show or was that just talked about the reunion? Like I, as someone who dips in and out of the OC this season, have we seen Emily with her dad or have we seen Gina co-parenting her kids? No, we just hear like a little anecdote at the reunion. And then, so thanks for your storyline.
0: So Gina, we actually (laughs) saw a lot about it to the, to an extent where I was actually surprised. I was like a little uncomfortable at first about Matt being on camera, knowing what we know about, the allegations evolving domestic battery and and um, I'm not sure if that's the right terminology so I apologize if it's not but I remember that's the phrase that Andy used on the reunion but like you know there was a lot of darkness that happened on prior reunions when we heard about how troubled the dissolution of their marriage went the breakdown of their marriage or the fighting during the divorce or whatever you want to call it And so I was a little uncomfortable about seeing him at first, but I think that Gina was so key and just by allowing grace and focusing on co-parenting, they seem to have really developed an incredible relationship like she's friends with his girlfriend he gets along with Travis they pick up and babysit each other's kids like she even said when she had her beauty launch like Matt and his girlfriend or some of it I forget which event it was but like Matt and his girlfriend would be here but they're watching like all of our children like the the fact that she is able to navigate that and that they've come to the place that they're in um is I think A little bit. I don't want to use the word a blessing because it doesn't feel um, true to to me. But like it, I actually kind of think that it is. Conversely, Emily has talked about her father through the lens of why she's so focused on um, and uh, so thankful for Shane stepping up as a parent because she had a very inconsistent childhood and doesn't really have a relationship with her dad which is why it was so interesting to see her open up on the reunion because to my recollection I could be completely wrong but I don't remember her talking specifics about her father in the way that she did part one. And they showed his photo. I like wasn't expecting his photo. I was I was very overwhelmed. And I was overwhelmed for her. But I thought that Andy and everybody really navigated that. In a beautiful way. I think it's. you. you when we talk about families can exist in all forms. Sometimes we don't really mention. The layers of intensity. And complication. And the fact that people can be troubled. People can bring with them complicated aspects and it's how you navigate that because at the end of the day you don't choose your family so it's making the choice of having a relationship or not i thought was incredibly important to see play out
1: i hear you um <laughs> i yes <laughs> i i i think those moments, as lovely as they were, just get so overshadowed by yeah. everything else that it's hard mm-hmm. to, um, like, like I'll give you a daisy, but I can't give you, like, all the flowers because you've been kind of nightmarish for the entire season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the parts that I've dipped in and out of. Um, it, it's, it's, yeah, okay. I mean, it, it, global question. Yeah. Well, I guess we should talk about the episode before asking my global we question. We are the but... world.
0: We are their children. No, Globe. Get global. Do you it's birthday think... or whatever, or do that you... was yesterday. What I don't do you th- actually really don't know. Yep. The what world th- is round.
1: What do you think a potential next season would look like, and would they be there for it?
0: They, meaning Gina and Emily? Yes. I think that they have. I think the majority of that cast has job security, but I would definitely put Gina and Emily in that boat. I think that they are very important to the framework of the show and work really well which is an astounding thing for me to say having not liked either of them their first seasons but i really appreciate both of them separately as people when we talk about storylines versus stakes you the stakes here are incredibly high with gina talking about her family stuff with emily talking about her family stuff and religion and faith i really liked all of it so they're definitely in it to win it Shannon's definitely still in it Heather's still in it Noella I don't you
1: dare
0: I I it's like I I because we need someone to take on Heather Dubrow and because Gina's ass is so far up like it's truly it is not inexplicable it's understandable why this is happening but like we do need someone to take on heather and it's not going to be shannon because she's afraid of getting sued so like we need someone i just i don't know what to say about noella and dr jen is literally not there
1: well first of all Heather swore on the reunion that she never would have sued her. Baby girl, no. I was just, you caught me at a bad moment. Um So- What did
0: you think of that moment? I thought, it, what did I you thought, think
1: of it? I think that I loved Heather when she was on the last time. This time, this season is so wildly produced. Like the effort mm. is so like walked in front of the screen. This whole show just feels effortful. She is, mm. she is, at, she is more performative than ever, and she was always performative. Um, and so it, it, the, the whole season is an effort to watch. Like even, like so, um, even the reunion, the set looked like it. Honestly, it look, it, it. Nobody. I'm going to say something that someone who yeah, works in right. produ- production at the the OC is going to be like, um, I heard this podcast and I disagree. I honestly don't think anyone cares behind the scenes about that show. Like, the set is was so uninspired. The words Orange County on the... Like, it's a two-episode nothing. Nobody tried. And it's just, like, there's no real theme to what's going on. We got some OC landmarks. Like, they're all asleep at the wheel. They're all looking for other jobs. Like, it doesn't seem like anybody really cares. Uh, and that is... That's what I gotta say about that. That's my O.C. summary, Spartanists.
0: Was that specific to the reunion, or do you feel that about the quote unquote, as Andy called it, reboot overall? Like, do you feel that about the season, which you've acknowledged you've dipped in and out of, understandably so? Like, do you feel that about everything, or yes, just
1: the reunion? This, no, no, this season. And I'll tell, and, and I, the, when I I started watching because I, this season, because I like Heather. Um, I like that the lights are on. I like that she's quick and sharp. I like that you know, uh, she's she's not she's funny, but she knows she's funny, and she's very, she's very um, uh, like every everything is a move to make. Everything is like a how's my light in this angle kind of thing, um, and so I watched. You know, and it's like the first episode was like her like stepping into frame in a way that like was so weird. And here I am giving a tour of my epic home as I walk around. It was it was so um, it was so produced. And so I was like, okay, but let's I'll keep watching. And then uh, this Noella character just so is just so awful. She's not like awful. Like I'd rather she be on than. The I don't even want to say her name from last year because I feel like she's gotten too much play, um, mm-hmm. but the one who finally got the boot. Um, but it, I, I hung around for a little while and then Noella shows up at the vacation and she's like, and, and Heather's just like, this is porn. You gave my daughter porn, and I was like, this is so fabricated. I can't watch this. Like, this is it's not a drama. It's not a sitcom. It's like it's like some weird dramedy that's like fully scripted.
0: It's interesting you bring up the, like, gift that um, Noella had given Max, I think, is – is it Max that – who – Noelle – I forget who, which child, but I think it was Max that Noelle had given the gift to you. It's interesting that you brought that up as the produced moment because I actually – I think that Heather in her life is very extra plus obviously there are produced mom- – excuse me, there are also produced moments – but that I didn't think was necessarily produced. I think that Heather was genuinely annoyed or shocked or dismayed or whatever language she'll use on part two to, when they talk about the gifting. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that Heather was putting that on for the show. OK. In the in the ways that she's used the show to, like, take revenge against people that she wants to feel bad. Wait, you if, know, if,
1: As a mother, if. It, it, or I
0: do have a child, we right. know PK, yes. my fish son, as a parent, as a helicopter parent, which is what I called myself at Petco earlier today.
1: As a mother, if mm-hmm. someone gave your child PK fish porn, mm-hmm. when are you going... Quote,
0: unquote, porn. Quote,
1: Quote unquote, unquote, porn.
0: Because I don't think that was actually the appropriate phrase. No,
1: no, yeah. no but you believe in this fake Mm -hmm. orchestrated bullshit thing that this Mm -hmm. is so wildly inappropriate and you're as Mm a mother uh, having given birth to pk you have this bond Mm -hmm. when are you going to actually confront that person you're going to call that hoe up and be like are you out of your effing mind you're not um, but she saves it for camera because obviously that's her job and yet what does she put first her job or her parent like if she's really so wildly offended
0: I mean, first off, she doesn't care that much about Noella. I don't think she's going to give Noella a call, regardless. She's not going to give her that much time. But also, okay. why are we why are we saying that she's going to wait for it to be in front of the camera? Like that's not what every single person. That's a part of her job scope is to not bring up is to not bring up stuff off camera. It's a part of the weirdness of asking Shannon to tell her stuff off camera because the whole point of this is to either not say it at all or say it in front of a crew. So like. I don't. I don't see that being an example of her being hyper produced.
1: In general, I agree with you, but giving my child what I claim to believe is born is not like okay. Well, I should bring it up on camera. Like I, to me, I, it, it, we're picking at one area, which is certainly I understand your point of view and is debatable. But in general, the concept of how. Overworked the dough is this season on the mm. OC is like and and in nowhere. And weirdly, Heather isn't even the biggest offender. The biggest offender is Noella because everything is so bananas with her. It makes no sense. It doesn't apply like her reactions don't apply to what's happening in the moment. But the way that she talks very yeah, it's calmly, real bad. like I'm fine, and you I'm just like I I don't want to say she's on something because I think when you say things like that, (laughs) it's, it's a big statement, but I would say it is California and pot is legal and perhaps she's just on some really strong, (laughs) like she's so sedated. What's going on?
0: I think this is like the artifice she's trying to present and I hate to say it, but it's like, it makes sense that she was friends with, Bronwyn because I feel like they both had an idea of what would work for TV and both were wrong and sometimes that ends up making good TV and I think that there are moments where we should be thankful that someone like Noella was in the room but she's it's just all so false that like the The pretext, context, whatever, foundation of Housewives in so many ways is like someone's going to lie about something and we're all going to find out. And Mm -hmm. maybe it's like my marriage is great, a la Shannon and David. Or, uh, you know, um, I own this house, a la, I guess, Noella. Or, you know, like uh, this job is coming or I'm a TV star or I really like this person and I fucking hate their guts. Like there's always something. But the problem with Noella, I don't want to say problem, the thing with Noella is that her origin story doesn't seem to be real and the rest of the cast can't get over, understandably so, the fact that everything seems to be a lie. Like, she comes through the gate saying, my marriage is great. Then it turns out her husband files for a shock divorce, which is not a problem to me. I don't obviously hold that against her. But if she knew, and this was all a construct And yada, 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 and her attorney and stuff. It's like, well, that makes sense to me. That feels real to me, but it it, it stops the cast from wanting to shoot the shit with her because it's all fucked up.
1: Well, let me ask you a general question. Would you rather? So we we're saying that Noella is fake, and we're saying Heather is fake, and you're saying at least or something. I nerd- don't
0: know that I'm saying that Heather's fake, and I, I I don't even like to use the word fake with Noella, even though I, I think false or something. I don't know. I that's I'm, I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: I'm talking myself down. Your I your
1: words are infirm. So if we <laughs> <laughs> if if we're saying that uh, Noella is false. And Heather, well, let's just say produce. I don't think that
0: Noella is real. Yeah, okay. Noella is self-producing from here to the moon. Yeah, like it's too much. It's it's a lot, but I'm also thankful that she's there so that there's somebody. But to, would you rather? You know, fuck with Heather, would
1: you rather something that is not organic that is f- like fighting each other, like Heather and Noella, mm-hmm. or would you rather friendships that are real? And I'm not saying uh, watching a show that's just friendship would be entertaining because it would be boring, but. If you're, if you're, if you compare it to a different franchise where people are friends, but there's still interesting things going on and random conflicts, like, does someone have to take on Heather? Like, obviously Heather is, you want to knock her down a million pegs because she's, like, climbing a million and a half. But do, do we need some wacky, crazy, false, produce of the hilt thing? Do we need that? Or do we prefer something that's more, uh, uh... I just, I guess I'm just I, OC for me. I was not engaged because I didn't believe uh, a solid eighty-seven percent of what was going on.
0: Well, I mean, I think it gets to the like, what, what do you accept as entertainment and as quality? And with Orange County, I think that tension helps, and it's like I don't need, you know, an altercation a la N J to happen. I would prefer that it not. But I think it is helpful that when you have someone who is such an alpha, who we know has enormous power and sway with production, it is helpful to have someone pop a little bit of that bubble, like to ha- to say, OK, but you were, you know, short at best with a camera person and maybe you know, pushed a camera away or against a wall. Like there's someone who's coming in who has both nothing and everything to lose and sees her as someone that doesn't need to be protected because she's already got too much, you know, like I think that is helpful because this is a TV show at the end of the day. And often the jockeying for who's going to become the star is at the center of a lot of conflict.
1: Do you think production likes Noella?
0: I don't think so. No, I don't. I think that I, (laughs) the (laughs) way that I phrased that too, was I do not believe that is the case. No, I I don't think that they, I mean, it's like, you know, Tamara said in an interview this week, because she's trying a bunch of different angles. She's team Shannon
1: now. Where'd that come from? She's team Shannon
0: on social, because she doesn't like people to be bullied, but then she's uh, low-key dragging. And, well but then she's low-key dragging Shannon in an interview by saying she can't believe it. she lost her job but certain people wink wink aren't nice to production so she can't believe that they don't have theirs like you know the idea of like who does production like is different from who does the who does production value and who does the network value I think do they like Noella I think the thing of this is I mean, like so much of Housewives is built on an artificial inside an artificial environment because you're literally being followed by camera crews, like regardless of how quickly they kind of disappear as filming, you know, goes on. But in your head as filming goes on. But like, I don't I don't know what it would be like t- to film with someone like Noella, who I'm sure is an absolute professional, but also seems to be lying through her ass so much. Like I don't know. I don't know what that would be like cuz I I would wonder if production was like, "Wow, this is going to read poorly" or if they're like, "This is great. She's doing something."
1: I wonder here here's what I could totally see. I could totally see them going, "Last season was so toxic that thank God Heather's back." Yeah. She is she's somebody who can carry She's mm-hmm. smart, she's funny, let's give her the keys to the car and we'll kind of build around her. And I think, this is part of my backstage sort of fantasy theory, that they maybe realized that they gave her too much power. So oh. so no, as evidenced by the alleged, you know, you, that shutting the cameras down and nobody got served the sushi or whatever the fuck that was. right? So, I wonder if Noella is all like, I wonder if Noella is sort of um, uh, devilishly appreciated behind the scenes for making it just a little bit messier for Heather, because Heather's been a little bit messier for them.
0: Um, it's a great point and a great question. My suspicion is that they probably in the moment were not thrilled about the things that she was saying on camera, because when it comes to breaking the fourth wall, they are as a whole, not just this production company, but as a whole, they are pretty overprotective about exactly when that's going to be used as plot on various franchises. And if she was able to, if Heather was able to put like the literal fear of death in people that night when she's like, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. And you're not going to talk about how upset I was. My guess is that they weren't thrilled about Noella referencing it after whatever conversation Heather had with them when she surely threatened to quit the show unless he did X, Y, Z like, I don't, I don't know how much in the moment they loved it, but now I'm sure they like it because it added an awful lot.
1: But now, whenever we say they liked or didn't like it, it wasn't pleased. They didn't have to cut it into the show, but they did. So I, think I it, yeah,
0: yeah, but I don't know what they would have had without it.
1: Woof. <laughs> Which I mean, like, the, goes to the thesis of the season, yeah.
0: But I also like. I'm. I might be in the minority on this, and I'm completely fine with that. I. I enjoy. I, I really did genuinely, honestly, enjoy the season because I didn't see last season. It was very dark online and on social. Andy said they were going to reboot instead of canceling it all together, which I was against. I thought put it to bed and I am happy to be wrong. I thought it felt refreshed. It felt lighter. Even with Shannon, my poor sweet queen, getting dragged like I I, I don't feel bad watching it or talking about these people in a way that is, I have to say, refreshing for Orange County. We haven't necessarily felt that way, some of us, for a minute, you know? So okay. it was, I think it was a success in that sense. Like, this was a re- a growing season. This was a reset season. They brought Heather in. They let go Kelly. Vicky and Tamara are not there. Like, they're figuring out their shit. Jen was a dud. I think it's going to – I think that they're – figuring it out so it, do i don't you know if think- that's-
1: so I, so are we all just assuming Jen's gone and Tamara's back? Is that the.
0: Jen was never there. You have to be arrive at your job <laughs> in order to be fired from it. It's kind of a downer to see her on that couch. Like even in that moment, you know how bad it is that like literally Andy's asking her about moving and she's saying something, which is like a real downer about Ryan yeah. and like he might not be coming or whatever. And Andy's like, oh, but you're joking. And she's like, I'm not. And he doesn't push more with anybody else. It okay. would be like, wow, let's. Talk about it, but nobody cares. Andy doesn't care. I love that Andy doesn't care. I absolutely don't care. Like, it's just she is giving us on a silver platter the sad reality of her sad marriage, and nobody wants to see it or talk about it. And thank fucking God.
1: Well, listen, Andy was just doing what she asked. She said, "Please just treat me like the dog. Like a dog. That's all I. That's all I asked for." And he's like, "Okay."
0: Yeah. Great. Put the dog down. Thanks, was... thanks.
1: Thanks for oh never mind. I'm not gonna that's that's a big downer. No, what? your your fav isn't your faves dog. Don't having you trouble? dare.
0: We're not gonna sidebar no. I am just gonna say we're not gonna get into it because I'm wishing him the best and someone Message me about maybe change a dog's diet or something. I'm not the dog owner. Archie Bedore, we're sending all of our love to yes. my queen. Shan, for whom I stand. Archie is unfortunately not well. She put up a post on social this week. My poor, sweet little puppy prince is does not look well, but I'm hoping that they figure it out. I really am because he's a wonderful, wonderful. We can't lose T'Challa and Archie in the same quasi calendar year it's just not it's too much it's too much for us
1: um yeah how do you segue off a sick dog do you have any more (laughs) moles you moles you want to have removed (laughs) we should do like a live mole removal i mean (laughs) let's call raquel let's see what she has to say was that
0: (laughs) i do have a segue for you Uh uh-huh and let's take a moment i'm ready i think Cut to commercial. Commercial goes back. Um, you know, we're talk. We've talked a little bit about our thoughts about Orange County, sort of like a little bit of a convo. You know, enjoyment levels being what they are, but <laughs> um, I think that there's like a conversation around how much power and control do you have with production, a la Heather, and how does that affect the rest of the cast or in the sense of Orange County, the plot. Then we pivot to New Jersey where Teresa has historically had an enormous amount of power and value power through the value that she has brought New Jersey. And now we're watching what happens when she is entirely not in control and she knows it. And we're watching, I think, a little bit of a breakdown within the cast I'm curious for your thoughts um, processing this 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 episode and last week's
1: yeah yeah uh, I'm getting like major Nini uh, vibes
0: closet okay
1: yeah no well I mean yeah I guess it's interesting that if you if you compare like one sort of physical thing with another but just mm. just someone who seems over it. Nene seemed really beyond over it in a way more than Teresa does now. But Teresa doesn't seem, I think if everyone was like, oh my God, your new guy, he's so amazing. And let's just celebrate this love and whatever, whatever. She might be more interested. But I think she doesn't necessarily, except for Jen and like maybe half of Dolores, it doesn't seem like she really likes anybody and that she wants to hang out with anyone. She didn't appear on their single she
0: didn't um
1: so she just is she's so sort of separate like I listened to it was probably even your last episode where was it Matt Rogers and he was saying like Mm -hmm. Teresa's gotta go I hadn't even thought about that and then as I was like watching I was just like there's something to it I don't I'm curious what the show would look like without her if it's just the other women because I I don't like yes, they're yes, they have interesting personalities. I don't know if it's like a full, full, full cast without someone like Teresa, but definitely she's given me Nini vibes as far as like every every like she's like nothing is moving any further with her um, as far as story, as far as anything like that. So yeah, I I it's that would be a very interesting show to watch the behind the scenes of Jersey and what's going on with Teresa, because then I oh God would it though, because really, she's so not she does not she does no self examination. So it's sort of like, you'd be like, how does she feel? You'd look for like looks on her face, like what, what is it revealing? And you just it'd be like looking at like a glazed ham. So I don't know if you'd really get any insight into, like, the emotional, what happens when you're the centerpiece of a show. You've got all the power. You're watching it slip away. Like, I would be interested in that story. But like you said, fourth wall, they're never going to show it. Um, but, yeah, I it's – yeah. Go ahead.
0: I mean, I feel like the difference is that with Nene, Sh- Nene was um... – Nini put the action in of being withholding like Nini was like, I don't really want to do this anymore. I'm I'm making the choice to tap out. I'm doing it on camera and then I'm going to actively actually make the choice to leave versus Teresa, who uh, believes and and with good reason based on seasons past that the show will continue on with her being the star and she can just complain her way out of it. Like because she says something or because she's just so dismissive, it doesn't matter. Like her actions don't have consequences. And while that very well may be the case when she gets physical with people, I don't know if that's the case when she, um, refuses to participate or or sort of mocks those who do and I don't mean that through the lens of like the song which is so stupid I don't even want to get into it but like unless you do I just I just thought I it was d- stupid I did ha- I
1: mean listen I the fact that I mean what you were, ta- were let's get back to that because you're making a point about Teresa but I did have a, a thought about the song yeah and it's not an is it good or not because we know it's garbage but go on
0: Wait, what's your thought about the song?
1: My thought, Well, as I was watching, I was like, it, it, the, the, "There's no other franchise besides New Jersey, or at least not as strongly, that it's like the patriarchy is so like beating in the heart of the show, mm-hmm. and the fact that like they were showing like these like these 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 like guys who are on a boat and they're like doing their like stuff, and it's just like I would I can't think of a less enjoy. I know people love like the Jersey." husbands and aren't they fun and whatever but i'm just like i i i i, I could not think of anything worse probably than having been mm-hmm. being on that boat like i just imagine like uh louis that's how you say his name right the boyfriend mm-hmm. that um, he's just like how did i get here like i was i wasn't dating this girl and now i'm on a boat with a bunch of guys and we're like Like, I'm doing a shot out of a dick. Like, how did I? How am I like friends with you? But so the fact that they're all like, oh, and they're talking about their wives and girlfriends and whatever Frank calls Dolores, and they're like, oh, they're just having like uh, girl nonsense. They call it girl nonsense. And then they cut to the women who are like, we're going to call a song, we're going to call it lady drama. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, they're totally like, like co signing on this whole like concept. They call, I'm trying to think of another show where, they call their partners the boys. The boys are on the boat. Like, what other city is, like, the boys are, like, it's just, infan- anyway. So the fact that, it was just funny to me that I'm watching these guys say girl nonsense and it's cut to the women of the show and they're like, we're nonsense, <laughs> lady drama. And I'm like, oh. So is the show garbage? Yes. Was Melissa forcing her way in the front to show that she could sing? Yes. You mean, my uh,
0: show you mean song. Was the song garbage?
1: Oh yes, yes. The song was okay. garbage. Sorry, I don't. <laughs> like, you're like, you're like this can't be another franchise you hate, James. It just can't be. <laughs> no, I actually, I, I, I go way back with Jersey, and I at least find the entertainment value. But I also go, like, the fact that it's, the fact that they, it was just funny to going like, oh, girl nonsense, and then cut to the women, and they're like, we're nonsense or whatever. I was just like, oh. Um, but anyway, I also just really appreciate that Jen matched. The chair in the recording studio mm, jen sang I I you, well you couldn't see her because she was she all you saw was her head because she was wearing the dress it was the same pattern as the chair and she was like a floating head who was
0: jen jen on the after show for this this week's episode i highly recommend because i did not so, see it is so bonkers oh, She's oh no like, i did see. She's explaining to Teresa that Teresa was like body shaming, but Jen is attempting to excuse it. She's like, but it's shady. Like she's attempting to remind Teresa of even her intent in saying it in order to sort of like find it somehow acceptable. And it's just wild to watch because Jen is actually very smart and it's wild to watch her continue to like devalue her own intelligence in order to support this person you know, in coming off as more strategic than she actually is. It's, it's a, why it's, she's so valuable to the show. It's just a wild experience. You were being shady. You yeah. know, Do you remember, like you, you, you said that she was eating, but it was, it was because you were being shady. It was some, Emma's a mess.
1: Not that Jen, Jen is not Noella, obviously. And thank God. Noella's completely like, whatever word you wanna use, false, fake, produced, to the hilt, whatever. Jen is also giving you kind of too much, but it's in a way that I think she's good for the show. So I I can, I, I might not wanna like hang out with her, but I understand her value to the show and I'm like, rock on. Do you know who I just, get, literally this season, who I, I think this season was better for was Jackie. Cause Jackie to me was such a ghost. Like there was nothing to her watching this show. And to get back to the Teresa of it all in her comments, the fact what I the, she like the fact that she said she makes sure she always eats about Margaret and Jackie was the only everyone right. is terrified of Teresa. Jackie is the only one with balls. The only one with balls. Everyone else sat there paralyzed. Teresa's like, I just want to say sorry to everyone. I was provoked. Like, it was the worst apology ever. And everyone's like, way to go, Tree. You've come so far. I'm like, that was it? And Margaret's just like, are you fucking kidding me? This is bullshit. I mean, obviously, Margaret has balls because she's the one that's fighting with her. But I'm of the other women, the only one who will actually go, did you hear what I heard? Because that was pathetic and ridiculous. So beyond her sort of... um, I mean, her headline story this season is obviously with her uh, disordered eating, which I think makes her a bigger rock star than even this moment I'm talking about. But I just think she is she's always been she's never been afraid of Teresa from the beginning. And she was a fan of the show. And so she probably thought there was value in being the anti Heather Noella in that uh, relationship. But I think Jackie succeeds in the way that Noella doesn't. Anyway, why is everyone compared to Noella? Make her go away. (laughs)
0: when it comes to Jackie the scene for the next episode is Jackie being like listen I'm not going to discount the women who are um who are saying that Louis was in some way abusive or manipulative because I believe women and like Teresa walks off like that is going to be if Teresa was pissed at Marge for even referencing rumors the fact that there's someone who is holding Uh, Louis accountable in the sense of saying like you're not going to just pretend that these women however many years ago were after you because somehow they knew that one day in the future years later you would be dating someone from Jersey Housewives like and regardless the fact that Jackie is being like I'm not going to immediately discredit women because that's actually not fair to these women and not fair to all women to just write them off. It goes to the heart of every single one of Teresa's treasured stereotypes, which all, seem to work against the idea of womanhood so it's going to be i mean if Teresa thought that marge was a problem i would think that this is like a literal bomb that will go off on the next episode and it's because of it's because jackie has held the line and thank fucking god and next week
1: is the is the season finale right is that my crate am i wrong i think you're wrong oh okay
0: Oh. I don't think they have a season finale in Nashville. If they do, that would well, be that's quite I thought I saw
1: in the next episode. Okay, I'm I, I can be wrong. I don't know. Maybe that I was could just wrong. What, maybe. No, I was going to say that's what I wanted, but that was just for the punchline, not for the reality. Uh, no, I mean it, it's but but to go back to your point about Teresa, it was just like she's she can't be talked to. She can't be asked questions. Yeah. Everyone is terrified of her, and she has left multiple scenes some are saying it's because production asked her to (laughs) like Mm summer she's just but then she shows up to that party and she's just like I'm not talking to anyone I'm not doing this thing she better stay away from me I'm just like what are you actually doing besides going boot shopping with Dolores like what what did you actually do
0: yeah I think that this is like the whole conflict with a show within the show is that like at the end of the day Teresa doesn't want these women to do the very foundation of the job that she so desperately needs because it's a huge fucking paycheck. Like she needs to stay on the show for her livelihood. And she seemed to have been more than willing to fulfill some of the seeming job responsibilities when it comes to talking about things that other people don't want to discuss. And this is a huge thing that happened online that a lot of people were talking about and yet she seems disgusted with the idea that this would come up because this is something that affects her versus anyone else. And she, because she's not strategic, she can't think three steps ahead. It's something that like Marge talked about in the Jersey After Show of like, had she even listened to me off camera, an example of the power, but also, you know, the responsibility of sometimes like not doing that, like mm-hmm. – she wouldn't listen to me, but I would have counseled her that you're going about this the wrong way. Like, just get through it to get to the other side instead of trying to block the water. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... The stream is coming and you're just going to get stuck in it and you're not going to be able to get to the other side. And that's what's happening. She's making she's compounding the issue, surprising no one um, and probably not even herself.
1: She's on. How is it like I can't be asked questions and I'm on a reality show where that is my actual only job is to engage in what's going on in my life.
0: I, I don't answer for I her. don't know <laughs> I, and it's like the and it's the characterizing Marge as this like putting aside the body shaming stuff which is just gonna because it's what else can Teresa say like she how else can she figure out a way to upset this person because at the end of the day she doesn't want to know the information that's being presented to her and yet she's still so focused on it, she refuses to move on. Like, the person to blame for that altercation taking place is, to me, very obviously Teresa, who brought it up, I believe, And but regardless wouldn't and won't let it go. Like, she is her own impediment to moving forward with the show and is also doing the show a disservice. At the end of the day, it all goes back to her. And it's it is one of those things where it's like, does it matter? Does it matter that she did this thing? Does it matter that she's refusing to participate in in a way because then the show has a season built around her refusal? You know? I don't know.
1: I find her to be weirdly more interesting than her... Mm. Than she actually is as a person. Like, meaning... So, on... She... <laughs> she's like a wildebeest on New Jersey. And then she, and then she goes onto the girl's trip where it's like, Oh, she's my favorite. She's a doll. She's a darling. Then she goes back to Jersey where she's like, I actually think that whatever else she's done this season and what she's denying of herself because she's in this relationship, Mm -hmm. she doesn't want to love bubble pop actually going at Marge saying she doesn't miss a meal. I think is actually, uh, the thing that turns people really like, oh, like, it's one thing to be like, oh, she's protecting her family. Right. Or she's doing this, but like, that's, no, it's, it's, ugly. it's, 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 it's fully it's ugly. It's ugly
0: and it's lazy. Do yeah.
1: you, how do you, how do you, how do you interpret, interpret? How do you interpret her being like, generally anyone, anyone talks about Teresa they, they do it in a positive way off camera. Like I know people that have worked with her and said of all, like the people of all the housewives, whatever, she's like the, the nicest, she's the sweetest. And they watch the show. They know what she's like on Jersey. So how do you kind of, um, uh, I can't think of the right word, but um, begins with an R. Oh, we always have this issue. Where I'm trying to think of a word. <laughs> Reconcile. How do you, oh my God, much faster than usual. How do you reconcile her persona off-camera, if you will, versus on and being so different on different shows?
0: I think that she felt comfortable and safe being with women who she felt wouldn't come after her. She never felt like her relationship was under attack because maybe these women didn't care enough, and I don't mean that in a way that's like dismissive, but like they're not going to get in the nitty-gritty because this isn't a 20-episode season. It's them going to a fancy island, being... Seemingly equally successful and rich and famous and, you know, doing a little bit of a dance like it's a different environment. So she doesn't feel like she's under attack versus introducing Louie to an environment that she has helped make somewhat toxic to success. I don't mean that as a critique, but like, you know, when people start saying things that they're not just saying it to say it through Teresa's perspective she thinks that they're saying it because they're coming at her and the reason she thinks that is because she's done that to them before but I think the thing that's getting her so aggravated is is this whole idea of the love bubble is I think her thinking that if it gets really messy this man that she adores and wants to spend her life with is going to leave her the miscalculation here. And I could be wrong in saying it's a miscalculation. Is that I think Louis fucking loves housewives, and even if he has panic or anxiety before filming, as we've seen, where he's like he's nervous about filming, he doesn't want to deal with this stuff. I think he also loves specifically being Teresa, Teresa, Judice, Judice, Judice's plus one, a Brooks Airs light. And he is gonna have his like blue cheese olives of love. Like he is going to love bomb the fuck out of her. Not just because that's something that he does with prior relationships, as we've read about, but also I think he I think he genuinely loves this woman, and I think he also loves being on TV. And it's like the happy medium of finding someone who, you know, respects your career without wanting to be. I I don't know. Uh, so deeply invested and involved there's something about this that like I can't quite put my I can't quite um, give it a name yet but there's like a there's something here where I'm like ooh. but you actually think he's gonna leave you from this and while you're not entirely wrong because he hates the publicity surrounding his prior relationships I think he also really loves being on the show, holding your hand, getting out of that car and coming into the scene and you're thinking he's going to leave you. And it's like, yeah, he doesn't love the negative attention, but I think he really likes being on the show. I don't think you should be that concerned.
1: If he was um, if he were the person who who loves being seen as the person who loves Teresa, I've had people like that in my life, um, not in, I haven't been in a relationship with them It's but people whether it's family or friends or whatever mm-hmm. who are absolute and total uh, shits who mm-hmm. when they get the opportunity to peacock as someone who is loving and protective it is both a uh, it's not just a PR move but it also allows them to believe that they are not as shitty and awful as they really are so it's like preening and whatever. So I I am a bit concerned for Teresa because I feel like we may be watching something on camera that is, that is headed in a not-so-great direction. And we can say, oh, he's a teddy bear and he loves her, but some of that is uh okay <laughs> you wouldn't say I that, gave wouldn't a say look
0: that. To, i would never say that louis is a teddy bear i would um, never think it he's the least of the teddy bears of the guys on screen
1: yeah I, I i think if it's whether it's image damage control like he doesn't like the publicity over his last relationships but yet could it be counterbalancing them by showing him being like loving and adoring and whatever
0: well, I think that's the that's the tension here is that she's not she feels like she's not being allowed to reset and present the kind of life that she feels she deserves. Like there's a little bit of like a but different scale, like a Luann um, Tom moment here of like I'm going to force you to believe that this is love, um, regardless of the evidence that's presented because that's the choice I made. Like there's a. There's a the reality with like marriage and relationships where you are choosing to be with someone where like you make that choice to stay with them and close my eyes as I say this because we're going to have an offline conversation. <laughs> but you're like, we're <laughs> this is getting into a weird territory, but like you like, on, make a Sarah. choice. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> you make a choice to be with someone like for better or worse. It is a literal choice that you're making. We talk about love at first sight, but at the end of the day, it is an active choice to love someone to be with them or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: there's the choice for that. And then there's the idea of like making a choice to show this relationship on camera and making the choice to present it in the way that you'd like. And then understanding that your choice in being in this specific kind of reality TV means that some people are going to present information that's like diametrically opposed to whatever it is that you're showing. And I think Teresa's struggling right now because. She never thought that there would be an objection to this, especially because there were so many objections to her ex. She really thought she finally was in a place where no one was going to speak out and she does not care about a person's intentions. In fact, she does not care to such an extent that regardless of even the evidence presented, she will assume they meant ill because that's how she felt About the Joe stuff, even if it ended up being true, you know, like there's a level here of fighting that she feels like she has to take because she's fighting to get that love, love, love and happily ever after. And also because I think she feels like she deserves to win at the end of the day. And I think it's something that Melissa has referenced and it's something that Joe Gorga has referenced. And I think it's probably really tough to be in her position right now you know, like there's the argument of like, well, everybody is deals with stuff in life. So like, let's not say that like Teresa has the right to treat people a certain way, but we have seen her be in a very, very toxic marriage for a number of years. I just think she was so ill prepared because she just didn't know this, even though she like mentioned that her kids had questions, but like she just really thought that this was going to be the guy and everybody was going to take it and move on. And that's just not the case.
1: Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I swear I thought, I don't want to Google while I'm on the, while while we're recording. Why do I think that it was the last episode next week? Because I was like, is the whole thing about Louis? Anyway, I'm sure I'm wrong.
0: Um, I I mean, I don't know that you are. You could be 100% right. Can I ask you a question, though, about Marge? Do you think that Marge miscalculated in even saying this stuff? Um, even if she was prodded by a producer or somebody else. Like, do you think that she miscalculated Teresa's response in talking about the Louis stuff?
1: Uh, I think that what she does with the other women don't seem to do except for maybe Jackie is I think everyone walks around eggshells around Teresa and has those conversations. I think Mm -hmm. Margaret assumes, since anything can set her off, I'm just going to have any kind of conversation with her. I don't think she thought, oh, this is going to set her off. But Mm -hmm. I I think she kind of assumes anything could. So I'm just going to have whatever conversation I want to have. So you could, like, hindsight is, you know... 70 80 whatever that expression is 2020 uh, whatever <laughs> site. um uh, but <laughs> I I uh would she take it back is the question I'm curious about I I don't think that yeah
0: and I feel like some of the tension here is the fact that Marge is like but if we were really friends um oh and you by the way you are right next week is the uh, finale followed by the reunion part one and part two um so kudos to you. But like, mm. I feel like the Marge stuff, she keeps thinking that she keeps thinking in reality, but she is also smart and is disgusting. She's not like she does understand the ways that Teresa is nonsensical and doesn't make sense. But I think she's protesting the fact that everybody else is either complicit or resigned to the fact that the bar is very, very low for Tree. Mm-hmm. And yet Tree's bar is near level perfection for everybody else. She's yep. saying it's bullshit. and She's not wrong.
1: Well, what I like about and I actually generally speaking. Uh, mm, 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 people call Marge or Margaret. I never know which Margaret. Yeah, both. OK, yeah. Um She is someone who I also find ridiculous, but I think is good for the show. But one Mm -hmm. of the things I do like about her is that, uh, she, she doesn't feel very produced. Like she just sort of is a little bit of a bull in a China shop, but she's not dumb. Like, I think she's a, she's, she's got her head on her. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I like that she's willing to kind of go in, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I had a point there, but I think I lost it. I think, but 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 it was a compliment for Margaret. That was good. I complimented somebody. (laughs) Good for her. Yay! A compliment for Margaret, who I just uh, can do nothing but flash back to when she like had. It was like the season premiere, either last year or the year before. Where she gets in a shower with her dude there, and they're like, "I'll Mm -hmm. make it." And I was like, "Oh." My retinas, back to sight. I think that's why my hindsight is 70, 20, 32. I don't 20, like the
0: sexy stuff. I've never liked it with anyone. I don't like it. I didn't like it with Mario and Ramona. God knows Ashley and Michael repeated no no. Whomever else, I can't think of Tamra and Eddie. Whitney. I don't like it. I don't wanna see Whitney her it.
1: guy. Whitney. That was so cringe. However, are a, you telling me rose. if Jackie was like, oh, I'll see you in the shower, babe, you'd be like changing the channel for Evan?
0: Evan is too good to show us anything that we want to see, and that's why we love him even more. He's not going to do that. He, he's. We're just going to have to use our imagination. Uh, <laughs> that's what he's going to force upon us.
1: So what? What? I'm my
0: Hebrew prince.
1: I. What's good about Jersey is I feel like it's just a generally good show, and I wonder. I don't. I, I don't think they care whether or not the season is good. Like I wonder what's going through their minds where they're filming. Like if they're having a conversation, if they're thinking, We're this this is gonna be entertaining or this is gonna be a good season. Like I think they're probably like They know, however, the season rolls out that they're going to have to answer questions for if it's a good season or a bad season. And I wonder if that's like in their head while they're having these scenes. And I think Jersey knows how to when they have their dinners, when they have their whatever that they're like, I think we're pretty good here. I think we're giving them what this is the Jersey shit. And then on the flip side, I I don't want to get back into the OC, but I'm just going to do it for a second. The -hmm. the whitest party I have ever seen on television, Shannon's like, like. Here, I'm serving barbecue and we're doing right. rock stars and whatever and I was just mm-hmm. like while they're at that party are they thinking this season is great like or we're, this is entertaining or do you think they're like sweating going oh I don't know if this reboot really worked but you know
0: that they're th- I don't know that they're thinking in that way I also don't know that New Jersey in the moment is thinking that way I when it comes to the cast themselves because I think New Jersey is pretty dependable at this point I don't that, know well, that that that's what I'm thinking
1: no but that's what I'm saying I think that they know they've got this like I think oh, they yeah, know. Yeah,
0: yeah 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 and and Orange County I think it's like I don't know what to say there it's a it's a good question but um I don't know it's like are they farsighted or nearsighted or we just like <laughs> finding our way through to see it all like I don't I don't I don't quite know um I think a, it would be a question to ask next season depending on who's in the cast and I don't think there's gonna be a huge change there um, um
1: I do have I do have an, a one more question about Jersey yeah. as I'm watching them the guys on the boat and again like here wear this dick and now I'm cutting the dick and now we're drinking out of the dick and like that really hilarious picture of like Bill and his backward shirt and whatever. And I, isn't he a doctor?
0: Yeah, he's a doctor for everyone but his wife.
1: So, what? you're, I mean, he's all, he's a <laughs> like you're like your patients are watching you get carried drunkenly all over the place. Like you're not worried about your practice.
0: I don't think he. Is. I don't. I don't know that he should be. I think the bigger question is like, why didn't you do your wife's procedures, or at least refer her to someone in the country that she lives? Well, I think the especially question especially is because it turns out it didn't work out very well, as she has said. Like you know. I think the what question think?
1: is wh- why'd you cheat on your pregnant wife? <laughs> but, I mean, okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, yes. That, My- I, it's amazing that I literally forgot that until <laughs> this moment, so I should truly go fuck myself. Yeah, that might be a question, but apparently everybody knew. Might have I mean, been
1: why she wanted, maybe why she wanted to take it on the chin from someone else this time. Ah! See what I did? I did
0: not <laughs> Take it on the chin.
1: It. She got a chin job from some other doctor. Oh. But she took okay. it on the chin when James, he cheated I'm on not, her.
0: I can't. I my brain is out to fucking lunch. I don't even know.
1: Okay, so but before your brain fully goes off, and I don't know if you yeah. want to say one more thing about Jersey, but I I, I, I did want to. Well,
0: because Beverly Hills is the
1: one that's serving. So I I know we're not on the air, but uh, the trailer. I just have to say how much I loved it. And did you mm-hmm. read uh, the whole? Um, and the whole thing about, like, Erica throwing the book in the trash and, like, you know, Garcelle Bookgate. Um, did you read the bit about Lisa Vanderpump where she <laughs> where she said, I sent someone to go pick... The, I saw that and I didn't think that was right. And I sent someone to go pick that book out of the trash. And I read it and it was good. And I'm just like, wait, there's a lot to break down here. When <laughs> you, you sent someone to... To like, do you know where she lives? And you sent someone to her trash bin and you had them pick out a book, and you like that's the like you're friends with Garcelle, and that's the copy that you had to read. Like, what's going on here?
0: I don't know. I'm not tracking anything that Lisa is saying this week because I know that she's opening, she just opened her like Vegas place. So I assume that everything is in. Uh, in order to kind of raise some media attention for that, as as she should, you know. Well, what she's you're tracking,
1: doing. you're tracking. Speaking of people who knows who know what they're doing, you're tracking Garcelle hanging out with her. Are you not?
0: Yeah, I mean, but like Garcelle's son works there, so Garcelle she knows what she's doing when she poses for a photo. But like her son literally works for Vanderbump. so um, I don't know that she was there because she was like really trying to fuck with anyone versus like she knew it would get attention and would help her son.
1: She's, I mean, sure, but she's definitely, uh, I think Garcelle in this book tour definitely is giving just a little, a little extra sauce. Like she's had two seasons. she's good
0: at this. She knows, and we love her. Like Garcelle has, I would think when we talked about Q ratings, has got to have hugely high ones. I mean, she's incredibly popular and she knows what she's doing. And she's, she's being, um, She's kind of flirting with, uh, you know, a wink and a nod to some of her cast who we don't <laughs> love. And I think that's great.
1: A wink and a nod. Your sister loves me more than she loves you. Thanks, everyone, and good night.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, she just recently, like, apologized for that moment and and said, like, I hope it doesn't, like, completely fuck me with Kyle. But, like, I actually got what she was saying, which is from a friend perspective, Kyle has been al- and. No disrespect, but there have been years where Kyle hasn't spoken to her siblings. If Garcelle feels like as a friendship, she is closer to Kathy than Kyle is. I get why that would annoy Kyle, but she's probably not wrong. Um, By so, the way, it sounds
1: like I'm complaining. Garcelle's my favorite on No, no, no. Yeah, show. No, I know that. So, I'm, Yeah, just so to make I'm, clear. No, no, no. I'm, we love. We, I'm interested, a, but I do yeah. feel like she's she's, I think she's taken a little bit more care the last two years this this sort of span here with i don't know if it's because of the book or just the trailers coming out and she was so sort of um hyped for her line about like you know i don't have to make you look bad erica you could do do that all on your own like that was going
0: to be the best part of the season well
1: and but you know what is what's under i don't want to say underreported from the new york times but her, the whole, you know how they do, like, the disembodied voices in the beginning of the trailer where it's this, that, and the other, and she's like, it's my life to, what I, to do what I want, whatever. She's like, well, burn it down. Like, that's clearly, like, whether it's part of that conversation or it's at least part of the ongoing uh, Garcelle Erica. I, I'm looking forward to that most of all.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a really great um it's going to be a really great season, and I can't believe it's already upon us. And also, by the way, guys, speaking of all things Beverly Hills, the cloffice where I am recording as we Zoom is completely done. I'm posting pictures and a little video and whatnot, a little preview vid um, on social, um, I think, on Monday, Monday or Tuesday at Galley on IG. And thanks to Crystal and Rob Minkoff, who gifted me something very special, which is the centerpiece of the Clawfuss, which you can see on my Instagram at Dame Galley. And let me just tell you that this is like sub sponsored by next season of Beverly Hills, because I'm gonna be recording AG staring at this beautiful piece that you can see on Instagram. And thinking, oh, my God, now my cloth sort of has a Beverly Hills theme to it. And God bless, because this season looks like it's going to be insane.
1: Well, I will say two things. One, I have been looking at it the entire time because it's right over you. And it's a fantastic. <laughs> it it's, it's a pretty great backdrop.
0: Yeah, it um,
1: is. Because she is uh, a phenomenal character. And that's that is like wild that that is his. It's not even his like, well, maybe for me it is his claim to fame. I mean, God bless Lion King. But Ursula for me is sort of. Uh, if i I would say uh core one is ursula
0: (laughs) yes ursula is core one for me as well what a good note to end on james Larosa. you know i die for you you know we need to do a little chatty chat offline as soon as we wrap (laughs) up which is happening essentially now um tell the ags um where they can follow you where they can support you some projects that you're to discuss maybe, as,
1: possibly anyway. as, uh, you can find me at james la rosa uh anywhere on the street corner uh as <laughs> as usual nothing i can talk about that's always fun um yep. and i would just say just everyone out there if you have any cysts or moles you need to have removed <laughs> or lanced <laughs> just you know just
0: slide into your dms
1: slide into your dms i don't know so it no, in yours
0: no send james pictures he's gonna love every last one um guys <laughs> follow me on instagram to see the little thing that we've been teasing and it yes does have to do with dame ursula herself on instagram at dame galley Join the Andy Girls Patreon, the number one way to support the pod. You get exclusive bonus episodes, invites to special Zoom key keys. I think we're gonna do one soon, another one soon, and more. Patreon.com slash Andy Scrolls. $2 a month gets you my love and sass. $5 a month gets you two bonus episodes. $10 a month gets you four. Um, I'm thinking about doing recaps PS for Beverly Hills this season. What do you think? Do you think I should do that?
1: Uh, I would. I think I would written, love it.
0: Written, written. Oh,
1: written. Written. In addition to, Where? Yeah.
0: In addition to. You will see. In addition to everything else, I'm thinking about doing it. I'm thinking about doing it. Oh my guys, let me know if you would be interested in I'm reading titillated. some written. I know, right? Yeah. Little hashtag writer girl moment for you guys. Let me know because Beverly Hills is soon upon us, and it's a little bit of a commitment for nine million episodes. We should be so lucky. Um, on that note, my God, James, thanks for for hopping on the people's people's catch a Zoom.
1: Thanks for having me, Sarah.
0: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! And, guys, I hope you're all doing okay, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.